Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans. Number 82 on the AFI list. (laughs) Warning, there will be spoilers about this. Um, um, uh, (laughs) rekindling old film. (laughs) I think we should keep all of that. That's all of that is the correct answer to what that film felt like. That's the adverb. Well, Sienna, can I just play you my prediction? Let's do it. Let's do it. Here's what I guessed Sunrise would be about. Okay, I'm I'm really excited. Hi, Sienna. It's Hi. Liana. I'm about to watch um, su- Sunrise, A Tale of Two People. Hang on. What is this movie called? I know only that it is from the year 1927. Which I know we've seen movies from before that and from after that, but for some reason I was like, they were not making films no, in know. the year 1927. Yeah. Su- sun- sunrise. <laughs> 1927. Oh no, this is the word. A, t- a song of two humans. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, maybe it's a musical. Fingers crossed. Love you. Bye. <laughs> So that was less a prediction, more you finding the title. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared that if I Googled it, I was going to accidentally like read yeah. the full plot of the totally. film and have it all spoiled. And then accidentally predict it out loud. <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> do a whole episode. <laughs> well, Liana, let's listen to my prediction mm, of the same film. 
Hi, Liana. Hi. It's Sienna. I'm about to watch Sunrise, a song of two humans. Mm, immediate flex. Truly in my mind, what I see when I hear the title of this movie, I see a very old claymation type of film. I guess King Kong mm. era. Yeah. Some sort of uh, claymation Adam and Eve story oh. with rocks and prehistoric items and it's the first sunrise in history <laughs> the first sunrise that's what i'm predicting all right i love you goodbye that's exactly what i saw in my mind it was so clear to me i love that we were both way off i guess but in some ways it sort of was claymation and it sort of was a musical there was music and it was old mm-hmm. well uh boy mm. We're going to have to talk about it at some point, so I might as well get through the synopsis. Yes, please. Which is today more of a summary (laughs) of Sunrise, a song of two humans. Here I go. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen you do that before. In this silent 1927 film, A man is cheating on his wife with the woman from the city. When this city skank tells him to drown his wife so he can be with her instead, the man agrees. He takes his wife on a romantic boat ride, quote-unquote, and when it's time to push her off, he chickens out. Instead of murdering and getting murdered, the two spouses end up having a lovely day on the town. Where they fall in love again. On the way home, the wife almost actually drowns, but then doesn't. They live happily ever after, and the slut from the city rides back home. (laughs) The end! I'd say it's mostly their day in the town, Mm -hmm. though there's quite a lot of time of the man being upset. (laughs) I really, um, I find myself speechless. (laughs) Like, what is there to say? It was an hour and a half long. Like, it was substantial enough. It was long. It felt long. Liana, I would actually love to hear historical context. Mm -hmm. This is going to make, the movie I think will make a little bit more sense. Okay. Only a little bit. Okay. Um, a, a, a city wave to you, and welcome to the historical context for Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans, 1927, based loosely oh, on a short story called Die Reise nach Tilsit by Hermann Suderman in his collection of short stories called... <sighs> Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Litoische Geschichten. Published in 1917, the short story translated means the trip or journey to Tilsit, Hmm. and the story collection is called Lithuanian Stories. Okay, Lithuania. I think it was straight up German, though. That's what's strange. I know, but go off Lithuania, absolutely. The movie Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans, won Best Unique and Artistic Picture at the first Academy Awards. Whoa. (laughs) Have we talked about the first Academy Awards before? We did I don't one know, time. Probably. Oh no, we probably talked about like the fifth or something. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. That's 
Okay, so <laughs> wait. Absolutely. Take How long was that a category for? I wonder. I know. Did and they, they just make also, it up for the, they could do whatever they wanted. It was I, number one. It was the first one. I think they had it for maybe a couple of years and they also sort of had best picture, but they were yeah. like they're two different things. Yeah. And we we love both. It doesn't make one the best one. Right. Except I don't know. Best unique and artistic picture. Okay. Janet Gaynor, who plays wife. <laughs> was awarded Best Actress in a Leading Role, but the way that it worked at the first Academy Awards was it was for their full catalog of acting for that year. Uh So they looked at every movie that somebody was in and they were like, okay, you, with all the things that you did. Interesting. Sort of like an America's Next Top Model judging. Sure, yeah. They were like, you did the best this year at acting. And so she was in this movie, Sunrise, a movie called Seventh Heaven, and a movie called Street Angel. (laughs) And for those three, she was awarded Best Actress in a Leading Role. It Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans, utilized the Fox Movie Tone sound system. Wow. And it was one of the first feature films with synchronized musical score and sound effects soundtrack. Wow. So I guess it still was a very early film. Uh-huh. The original 35mm negative of the American version of Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans was destroyed in the 1937 <gasps> Fox Vault Fire. Oh, Scandal. God. And I have no further facts about that. The, <laughs> this movie was the result of a partnership between German director Friedrich Wilhelm Murnau and American businessman William Fox. Uh. <laughs> when Fox invited Murnau to come do a film in Hollywood. William Fox, per the San Francisco Silent Film Festival. A little bit of a biography about him. His family moved from Hungary to the Lower East Side tenements in Manhattan when he was a baby. He went to work at eight, (laughs) quit school at 11, and somehow by 25 had enough capital to purchase a Nickelodeon and then ultimately grew his business into the Fox Film Corporation. Whoa. The truly the the American dream embodied, except William Fox innovated the vertically integrated studio model. And when I read those words, my eyes glazed over for two hours, and then I had to come back to this. <laughs> but what it means is it's the same company doing the exhibition, the distribution, and the production of the movie, which apparently was not really being done by production companies before. It was so revolutionary that Paramount and MGM then began following that same model and actually ended up overtaking Fox in mm-hmm. terms of performance. William Fox attempted a hostile takeover of MGM in 1929, but can you guess what happened when he tried to do that? What? In 1929. Oh, man. I know. (laughs) It'll really get you. The one thing we know about the year 1929 is that stock market is going to crash. And all it did. MGM, ultimately, the head of it, one of the heads of it, Louis Mayer, fomented an antitrust lawsuit against the Fox Film Corporation. And William Fox was forced out of his own company, declared bankruptcy in 1936, bribed a judge. Somebody found out about that. And he was sent to prison for a year for doing that. When he was released, he was shunned by Hollywood. Shunned. And then he died in 1952. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So a bit of an American dream into an American nightmare. Whoa. I know. But he's still, his name is still... Yeah. And in the 30s, at some point, Fox had merged with 20th Century. Okay. So that happened. I, th- I don't remember if it was under his watch or maybe while he was in jail. Wow. <laughs> I know. Which is interesting, because you always think of these huge, 
huge companies like Fox or MGM or whatever. You just assume the head of each one of them sailed off into the sunset. Definitely, yeah. But William Fox, producer of Sunrise, did not. (laughs) F.W. Murnau was a German film director. This was his American film debut. My guy directed Nosferatu, 1922. Hell yeah. That's why it came up on YouTube for me after this one. There you go. That's You watched this on YouTube? Yeah. I watched it on Tubi. I get it. How did you watch this on YouTube? Free. It was just there. Damn. <laughs> F.W. Murnau died in an auto accident a week before the premiere of his last film that he ever made in 1931. No. I know. Very tragic. Very grim. Uh, And unfortunately, that's sort of a good segue into talking about German expressionism. Okay. Which is what this film genre is. Okay, interesting. I was wondering while watching it, I was like, what is this? Oh, okay. What are we experiencing? I never understand what... It's just so helpful to know what genre you're looking at. And when you don't, it can really throw you. Ah. German expressionism. In World War I, the German government banned foreign films, and thus this need for German film production was created. And so a bunch of people were like, well, okay, I guess we'll start. Guess we'll figure it out. Film. Um, German expressionism, that particular style of filmmaking. It's also a style of visual art, but the style of filmmaking spread and sort of flourished in the 1920s during the Weimar Republic, which we talked about during our cabaret episode. Hey, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Thank you. Hey, yeah. The characteristics of German expressionism. This is from Masterclass, a perfect source. Okay. It has similarity it has similarities with expressionist painting of the same era in which it emphasizes the artist's inner feelings rather than reality. There is surreal set design. It uses um chiaroscuro lighting. No clue if I'm pronouncing that anywhere near Charoscuro? correctly. Charoscuro lighting, which is high contrast, distinct light and shadow to emphasize themes. <laughs> <laughs> In the piece. Of course. There are dramatic camera angles and sinister subject matter, such as murder, insanity, chaos, and fear. Okay. And those are sort of the characteristics of German expressionism. So there might be kind of a guy who just gets, when he's upset, he turns sort of into a big wall. Yep. Puts his arms up and kind of just makes his face mad and Mm -hmm. just stands there. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing it from a weird angle. Yeah. That's German expressionism. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. And finally, what's very grim about this, this was happening during the Weimar Republic. This movie came out in 1927. I think the director, Murnau, left Germany and just kind of came to and stayed in Hollywood after Mm -hmm. 1927. But in the mid-1930s, Nazis deemed German expressionism, quote, degenerate. And many directors had to flee the country. Wow. I know. And that is the end of the historical context for Sunrise, a song of two humans. Did your boat date just get terrible? (laughs) Run away. We'll be right back. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Thank you, Liana, for that historical context. Thank I you. truly never would have known any of that. <laughs> also, not once did I question, uh, not once did I think that this might be a genre. Oh, really? I just sort of was like, yeah, this guy had some ideas and mm-hmm. he made them and he put them down and people made acting choices and here we are. Yeah. But I guess most things are a genre. <laughs> And that's what we've learned here at Toss Popcorn, it's two movie illiterates. <laughs> Things are sometimes, almost always, genres. Mm-hmm. It explains why every village or the village in the movie looked so alpine. Uh-huh. Like German. I guess so, yeah. The the roof styling and the thatch. Oh, yeah. The, just the building style of it all. I was like, where are we? Because right. it felt vaguely European. Yeah, it did. And it, and it was. Well, Sienna, should we row... Mm-hmm. across the lake yeah the tidal lake into our segment phone notes where we look at the notes that the other person took on their phone while watching the movie hell yeah sunrise a song of two humans so okay it starts off they're like summer vacation everyone's on vacation oh. it's summertime everyone's on vacation. the woman from the city she comes to the country or something like that oh, she's right now right. she's away from home she's away from the city right she comes here to mm-hmm. go and vacation but she stayed a little longer a little longer than she expected and then we find out the reason she stayed longer is because she's taking up a lover she's having an affair she's having an affair well yes an affair. he's his affair i suppose it's an affair as well but she's you know she's not cheating on anyone so that we as uh, that we know of interesting that's a lot of talking. <laughs> I loved this. Are you having an affair? I loved this movie. Really? I mean, I always have a fun time with the silent ones. Yeah. I mean, okay. Also to call it a movie that I love sure. feels strange in I today's think, context. Again, more of a PowerPoint. Yes. A PowerPoint with transitions. And I just enjoy these old things so much. Yeah. Yes. Also, since it's pre-code, they did some naughty things. Like, there was full-on adultery? Uh-huh. Yeah. Not just implied? You see a whole ass in this film. It belongs to a baby, but you see it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, I guess, yeah. It was shocking to me. I was appalled. When the Hays Codes come around, they would have absolutely blurred that out. Actually, they would have blurred it. They'd still shoot it the same. Right. But you got to just blur the ass of, course. of the babe. The babe's ass. <laughs> so also this comes just for the German impressionism. But that's Expressionism. German expressionism of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their little trysts, one of their little um, adultery dates, we see the man and the woman from the city. They go and sit in some reeds by the water. She's like a bog witch. And they... <laughs> 
they kind of look up and they see in their imaginations the city. Oh, yeah. And then we go back to them mm-hmm. and she is just dancing. She is She's throwing like, her body around. This is around. what the city is. Like, the city's like this. The city's like this. It's always moving. Like She's me right now. Just like possessed by the spirit of the city. It's not hot. Maybe for the time. And he's just looking up at her like, wow, 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 wow. wow. And then he kind of throws her and she drops into his arms and then he kisses her. Yeah. If there was one move, no. If there was one thing this movie was going to do, it was superimpose. Yes. Things were being overlaid. I was impressed. I thought I was like, I would have been impressed by this in 1927. I I could tell it was on purpose. Yeah. They had some of the story down. It was it was watchable. They were doing flashbacks and it, it like barely but did make sense. Yes. Like when and you've written it used to just be us, a cow and a baby. No wait. <laughs> <laughs> I did not put an extra comma and I remember not putting an extra comma and I see now what my mistake uh has caused. <laughs> It was just the two of us before this woman came along. Just you and I, a cow and a baby. Moo. It used to just be us, a cow and a baby. I remember that scene. I thought they I thought they were doing sort of a Lion King cuz you see her holding the baby or yeah. him. So one of them is holding a baby and holds it up like Simba style. And I thought she was showing him the baby to a cow. <laughs> But then the guy shows up from like off screening. It's like, oh, my baby. I kind of wish she was just be- <laughs> to this Look. cow being like, <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, as the memory of like, oh, she used to be so happy. She, she was would- so happy when it was her, a cow, and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it. She loved showing that cow her baby. <laughs> I wonder what cows, I wonder who the first cow was who saw a baby. <laughs> yeah. And what they thought. I have to think about this hard. There was a first cow <laughs> who first saw a yeah. baby. Yeah. What did it think? Because there's a joke on the internet. It's like, I wonder what the first cow to be milked said. Yeah. And the, the punchline is sort of like, um, <laughs> which is very funny. But there, cows have, there, there are so many firsts in the cow community. And Absolutely. specifically to see, because you know humans, if you're a cow and you see an adult coming towards you, you kind of know what to expect. You're like, well, right. I, I live on their farm. Yeah. Probably going to get milked or brushed or my hooves are going to be sort of, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to be done. Totally. But a baby? Do, what do you think? You're a supposed baby? To, what are you supposed to do with that as a cow? I don't know. How's that going to brush me? It's too small. I don't know what I would think. I think I would think an, a terrible accident had occurred. <laughs> had occurred to it. <laughs> Something has shriveled this yeah. man. A, a pickled man. Uh-huh. Because cows are very aware of pickling. They know a lot about pickling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Leona, you've said, is he sneaking out to see a bog witch? The way that they shot this and the way that I guess the German expressionism of it all was happening, it felt like they were leaning a little bit towards supernatural vibes, which they weren't. It just That's kind of how it read 90-whatever huh. years later. And he sneaks into a bog yeah. and like makes out with this woman. They did make it. You can. I see how this man also made Nosferatu because when he mm-hmm. arrives to the bog, it's very like. It Fog. feels almost Scooby Doo. Very kind Scooby Doo. Of, you know, like scary long walking hand, through the long bog. Fingers. The energy of long fingers. That was the energy. Yes, it, it had an, an, a long fingered energy. And <laughs> he goes and sees this woman, and then she's like, "What if? What if she drowned?" 
Okay. What sorry. if an accident occurred? Sort of Lady Macbeth vibes. We have to talk about that moment yeah. itself. Yeah. That made me laugh so much. I read that title card out loud in my apartment. I said, what if she drowned? But it really was. Maybe I was thinking witch because in Macbeth, there's the three witches who are not Lady Macbeth, but I was conflating all of them into the bog witch. Definitely. She was a witch. (laughs) (laughs) She crawls in a tree at the end. I was upset when I realized that she was going to be the villain because I was like, oh, she was slaying. Yeah. Well, also, he's the one who tried to kill his wife. Okay, yes. we're going to have to get into that in a minute. But you've written something important and correct, which is, where would acting be if not for heaving bosoms? <laughs> Fast forward, you know, we get mm-hmm. to... So by the way, this wife, this poor wife, she is. She knows that her husband is cheating. Yeah. it's uh, She's very aware. He's doing it extremely publicly, He leaves by in the, the middle of dinner. <laughs> she brings out the soup. And he's gone. And he's gone. He leaves in front of her, I think, mother and grandmother. Perhaps like the, the other two women. The kitchen wenches who are kind of just around in everyone's home I at the time. I think one of them was her mom. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. my guess. That seems right. Yeah. They were just watching the whole thing happen. And they watch him leave. They're like, he's not slick about it at all. Anyway, when she sees him again and he seems interested in her because he's like, come to the boat. There's nothing that's strange is going to happen on the boat. We're going to have a nice day on, on the boat. She is so happy. Mm-hmm. Her bosom heaves so so greatly so greatly (laughs) so vastly so proudly um that we are told by Mm -hmm. that that there is so much emotion in her heart yeah and it all started with that that's where i mean the first academy award the first academy award gave this an award she must have heaved buzz in the other two films that year as well and the award for heaving buzz (laughs) is the throwing ass of the silent film era (laughs) heaving buzz Yes, girly. I think I'm going to heave buzz tonight. I'd heave buzz oh, for, that, out. for that guy. I really want to heave some buzz. <laughs> I love that. I love it. What I love is yeah. that you noticed that there was a dog in the film. This dog. Now, this dog I was on board with. Yeah. Because this dog, A, talented. It's very talented. Which is important Stunt to me. dog, for sure. B, uh, heroic. Heroic. Mm-hmm. I was gonna, the first word that came to mind was <laughs> altruistic. Okay. I love when a dog is on a boat. Yeah. Because imagine you're a dog. <laughs> and suddenly... And then you're on a boat. I wonder what the first dog yeah. to be on a boat must have thought. I bet it happened a ton, though. Because dogs, like, stow away on ships in the past. Right, yeah. But the first ever dog to be on a boat. Some you know, say, I'm sure a cow was on a boat for the first time, too, once. What do you think was on a boat first? A cow <laughs> or a dog? I love this question. <laughs> Let's think. Okay. I want to say cow because I'm thinking, I'm thinking like biblical times. Yeah. Noah's Ark. Absolutely. Well, that's not right. I was thinking Noah's Ark about the dog as well. Interesting. I was thinking it silently. Who do you think in the roster of Noah's Ark got mm. to board the Ark first? A dog or a, a cow? <sighs> Probably a cow. I think cow. I think cow takes precedence, yeah. just in terms of what they can kind of bring to the proverbial table. But uh, and literal, uh, G O D it spells God. I look down, I see my dog. D O G, it it's <laughs> backward. Okay, there's a YouTube video where it's all about G O D and and, and D O G. Uh huh. Flip them around, and uh-huh. they see me. Okay, I just opened Siri. <laughs> She's like, someone needs me. Yeah. Someone, I am needed. Yeah. 
Um, do you think a cow has ever activated Siri? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was the first cow to activate Siri? <laughs> and maybe it hasn't happened yet. Who do you think will be the Which first cow? Which cow do you think is going to be the first cow to activate Siri? Because that's a specific moo. That's not just going to happen from any yeah. old... Mary. Yeah. Hey, me. I wonder if it has to hear some sort of S sound. Yeah. And I don't know if a cow is capable Can of cows that. hiss? Maybe the swish of a cow's tail. <laughs> that could work. That could work. It's a windy day. Someone is standing near the back of a cow. <laughs> that cow is happy. Or there's some bugs about... You think a cow wags its tail? <laughs> we could make it happen, people. If you let's, follow us on let's Patreon... Let's be the podcast that gets the first cow to activate Siri. Let's do let's it. Do let's it. do it. That's our new, our new mission. Okay, you've written three things that I agree with. You've written, I gotta be honest, this really sucks for her. Yeah. Yes. You've written in brackets, wife mopes. <laughs> That's a long portion of the movie. She... That is a, many scenes. She mopes... Better than anyone I've ever seen Very in cinematic history. And she, it was her right to do so. She moped across the city. She moped in like four different locations. Yeah. She moped on, <laughs> on a trolley, in the street, in a restaurant, yeah. and in a church. He was like, I'm sorry for killing you. Do you want this bread? Mm-hmm. And yes, you've written, she's so sad she can't even eat her hunk of bread. <laughs> Liana, you said, nearly had a street death there. Oh, when she runs out moping and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We talked about street deaths in our episode on modern times. And we see, again, why they happened so often. Yeah. Sometimes you're moping. Yeah. And you have a street death. You mope yourself into an early grave <laughs> via street death. <laughs> Who do you think was the first cow to experience a street death? A street death? death? And who do you think was the first cow... To be the cause of a street death. Okay. I think they happened at different times. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Because the Chicago fire. <laughs> cow caused that. <laughs> Does Chicago fire qualify as street death for the people that it killed? I just picture it being at a time of such... I bet there was panic. I just picture everybody on the, on the street on at the, the street. Time. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I was imagining a cow probably like ran into somebody... Um, Fatally oh, yeah. at any time in human history. Mm. But I don't know if it was, you know, it has to be in a street to mm-hmm. qualify as a street death. So if you get pancaked by a cow in a field, that's not quite the same. Right. That's not a street death. No. Liana, you've said, now she's comforting him? Trudge! I really... <laughs> Due to all the cheating on her. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was unacceptable to me. I wanted to love this movie. I really did. But I couldn't do it. Because he tried to kill her on a boat. Wait, you wanted to love this movie? I did. I was like, it's vaguely uh, German, oh, German village. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. There's music. I People are acting in ways that I like to watch. But if it was if it was a story about her, like, just forgiving him for, like, a dalliance, that I could come around on. Yeah. He tried to kill her. Oh, yeah. On a boat. Big time. And then 12 hours later, they're back to being in love. Mm-hmm. And he's sad that she almost died on a boat. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. If somebody tries to kill you, <laughs> that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> what did you say? That this is 
unacceptable. It's unacceptable. <laughs> his, his behavior was, was unacceptable. absolutely unacceptable. I cannot accept that. And she did. They ha- they made her. No, 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 no. He I also- will never board a boat with a man. <laughs> that is the right takeaway. <clears throat> if you'll excuse us, I need to take a break so I can spend some quality time moping. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay. Uh-huh. Piglet adventure. Oh my gosh. I was really happy for you during that scene because how- I was like, Sienna's going to be loving this. How do you feel about a piglet? I will watch a piglet. Okay. I was worried for the well-being of this piglet. And then they did a close-up on it from an angle, a German expressionist angle <laughs> that I was like, oh, it's no longer cute. But for most of it, it was pretty delightful. Oh my gosh. Little slick piglets. Slides down a slide? Yeah, that part I was like, oh no. But yes. Comes down a slide. If you hit a bottle, then a pig will fall down a slide. And I guess that was carnivals in the past. I was confused. (laughs) I was really confused. Who do you think was the first piglet (laughs) to slide down a slide? Down a slide. Okay, let's talk about what this piglet got into. It slides down a slide at a carnival. Her eyes got so big, everybody. (laughs) It slides. I need you to know. Down a slide at a carnival. She is seeing everything. It runs right. It runs into a kitchen. Yep. It gets drunk. Drunk off a bottle of red wine. They pour one on the ground. It sips, sips, sips. Uh huh. And gets drunk. <laughs> it does. And then it gets scooped up. But before that, it goes for the table of other alcohols in the corner. Oh, yeah. Because somehow the pig has learned. It got a taste. That it A, loves this, and B, wants more. And C, that that's going to come from the tasteful table of other bottles of liquor. <laughs> it adapted in front of us. Immediately. The species adapted. Piglets are smart. <laughs> <laughs> it had a sip. It said, I want more. It found more. And then it got scooped. Yeah, I I loved it so much. (laughs) That was wonderful. I said, I didn't know this movie was going to be wonderful. Yeah, well, that's also during that. I was like, that's when I was wondering again what genre this was. Yeah, because we went from trying to murder a woman on a boat. (laughs) Yeah. And sort of crying about it. Yeah. To a piglet having a little escapade. Right. Also, I just want the listeners to understand when he tries to kill the woman on the boat, just generally and whenever he's thinking about murderous things, when we say crazed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
He was not right. He adopts the stance of somebody who's only done shoulder presses. Yeah. Ever. Absolutely. At the gymnasium. And just stays perfectly still. <laughs> yeah, Liana, you said do not yeet the piglet. I was so worried when he finally picked up the piglet that he was just going to throw it like a football, like a pigskin. <gasps> why would he do that? Do you think that's why they call a football a pigskin? Because they used to use pigs? <laughs> Probably the leather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It pigs for real? <laughs> Who do you think? What do you think was the first pig to get thrown across a football field? (laughs) (laughs) Through all of history, you're telling me not one pig? I mean, come on. It's likely. (laughs) Liana, you've said, wow, she's very gorgeous for being waterlogged. When they fish her out of the lake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He's in the middle of trying to kill a different woman. Yeah. He's like, should I stop strangling this woman or? Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over here. Yeah, get over here. Stop trying to kill that woman. Oh, wait. The, the bog witch, who you have said, be so toxic that you crawl into a tree in a disguise to cr- cause drama. Yeah. I, so, I did love her. She was hilarious. Minus the part where she was like, you should kill your wife. No. Her <laughs> whole energy outside of Again. that little one sentence. Again, unacceptable. Unacceptable. That was unacceptable of her to do. But everything around that, she was slaying. Wow. Didn't notice this. Liana, you said, ah, the titular sunrise. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. <laughs> I wondered. I wondered if you if you had, would, had seen it. At the very end, before they play the title card that says, like, Finis. 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 They do a sunrise little art thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I can see it now in my memory. Yeah. I remember the Finis. Yes. And just before Finis. that, it's like a gray sun, sort of sunrise. Oh. Because I, I was looking for it the whole time because I was trying to figure out why they called this movie Sunrise. Why did they call it people. Sunrise? Because Sunrise eventually comes the sun will always rise yeah maybe it's based on a quote we could assume, maybe because the the short story that it's loosely based off of was just called a trip to wherever trip to the sun <laughs> that's 2001 a space odyssey <laughs> sunrise it also was not a song yeah there was music maybe they were thinking um like ancient roman time vibes where they said that they were singers but it was actually a poem Mm-hmm. And this one, they were like, it's a song, but it's a, it's song. a film. <laughs> or maybe in German, you know, the words are interchangeable. Yeah. Oh my God. What a nightmare date that would be if a guy was like, can I play you a song? And then it's a one and a half hour <laughs> film. Both options are horrible. <laughs> I don't want either of those. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so. <laughs> can I play you a song? He puts on Sunrise, a, a song, song of two, two humans. humans. <laughs> I have a song I want to show you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> this movie is unacceptable. <laughs> I do not want to watch this unacceptable movie. No, this is an unacceptable song. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Next is time for our segment, Badges and Tragedies, yes. where we give badges for heaven buzz oh. and tragedies for trying to kill your wife on a boat. I have a badge for a vacation movie. <laughs> Did you enjoy watching this while you were on a vacation? Yeah. Great. Yeah, I guess so. I was like, me too. (laughs) I'm away from this city. I have a badge for this horse jump scare. This, they could, they clearly were doing some sound effects here because he's on screen and then a horse comes out of nowhere and there's a little sound that's like, (laughs) and I jumped. I have a badge for the pained look on this man's face when he hears a whistle. Hmm. Oh, oh. 
This is when the, <laughs> the bog, bog witch calls him. Is calling to him mm-hmm. with her siren whistle. And that's the first that we see <laughs> him was... being so strange. Mm-hmm. He just gets very solemn is what he does. Yeah. And you don't know yet what he's doing that for. But it's on? because he's like, I have to go cheat yeah. on my wife. Maybe her siren song was the song of two humans. Right. I don't know. Badge for saying a fond farewell to a dog. Aww. She like pats the dog. She's like, bye, we're going on an adventure. I'll cute. see you later. Very cute. Love you. Bye, I'll see you later. I love you. Badge for sadly slash longingly setting down a bowl of soup. I want to do that more in 2023. Yeah. This was one of those movies where you don't know if she's his wife or his maid right at the beginning. Yeah. And then you sort of figure it out. And the answer is always both. Right. Badge for a dog in a boat. I love that. Excellent. Badge for... <laughs> Badge for couldn't she get drowned? <laughs> LMFAO. That's for when there was a title card where it said, couldn't she get, and then drowned comes up in sort of an iMovie transition. Mm. Very goofy. Badge for accurately conveying how afraid of him she'd be. Uh, All of her moping. I was yeah. Like, yeah, that would be terrifying. I agree. Yeah, the fear of it all um, did feel very accurate. It's mm. pretty spooky. Um, Badge for moping. Mm. That was hilarious. Mm. Badge for a head on a statue. When they put a little head on the statue that they think they knocked the head off of, but yeah. they didn't. I have a badge for that one as well. That's funny. Badge for stopping traffic by making out with somebody. Mm. They make out and everybody's like, whoa, Hong Kong, beep. Yeah. I think a guy kind of flies somewhere, <laughs> kind of flies into something. Oh, yeah, yeah. probably. A street death. Badge for the Midsummer Peasant Dance. Oh, hello. Oh, you love that. I love a folk dance. And they did one. Yeah. They did one so, so good. Uh, Badge for a barber side eye. Did you see that barber? Yeah. There were a couple of strong side eyes in this movie. My next badge is a badge for this man put off by this woman's sleeves falling down. I have a badge for this clearly gay man fixing her sleeves begrudgingly. He was LOL. Like, Stop putting your shoulders out. I'm trying to help you. I loved that. I laughed aloud. <laughs> badge for pigs on a slide. My final badge is a badge for this puffy shirt slash lantern combo. The man, unfortunately, couldn't quite qualify for fully tall and haunted because he was unacceptable but at the very end when he's looking for his possibly dead wife Uh he's in a puffy shirt and holding a lantern in a very phantom of the opera act two way and i said okay okay love it badge for these flashbacks slash general effects Mm. which i guess is maybe a badge for the the genre of german expressionism i enjoyed it and that's all my badges (gasps) tragis tragis I have a tragedy for Bell did it better. He, this man, is having sort of a, there must be more than this provincial life moment at the beginning where he's making out with a bog witch and he's like, maybe I should go to the city. Uh-huh. And I think Bell from Beauty and the Beast did that much better in her opening number. Good point. Thank you. Um, <laughs> a necessary point. <laughs> Thank you for saying it. <laughs> Trage for this slaying city woman being the villain. I wrote that when I realized yeah. that she was going to be the bad guy and I was like, dang, I like this, this lady who was mm. just slaying in town. Mm-hmm. Trage for, I, I sort of predicted this, if she forgives him at the end, I am not about this PowerPoint. <laughs> Trage for, quote, she is young and inexperienced. Guide her and love her. My next Trage is Trage for, quote, she is young and inexperienced. Guide her. 
keep her and protect her from all harm. That is what the guy at the, I guess the priest, the yeah. minister or something. I never know. <laughs> um, it says at the church when he's getting a different couple married, but these, these ownership vibes that people say in the, in the wedding yeah. scripts and the inexperienced Mm-mm. vibes. Just like, oh. yeah. Oh, I have a trudge for ugh paying for alcohol there's a time where they both like have to reach into their coin purses to pay for alcohol and that has just been killing me lately (laughs) it's not fun yeah it's not it's it's almost never worth it Mm -hmm. in los angeles so overpriced i was just in palm springs yeah extremely overpriced you're like i'm with my friends i'm on vacay i have to get i gotta get a drink but you gotta Tragic for this man sitting on her. The guy in the barbershop who hits on her by sitting super close and uncomfort- uncomfortably close to her. Oh, yeah. But just a lot of this stuff still happens today. A lot of this like feeling uncomfortable that, around men stuff. That also felt modern. And it yeah. was, yeah, it was it disheartening. Was yeah. Tragic for trying to kill your wife and then everything being chill. Oh. <laughs> Ladies, it's a red flag. It's not acceptable. And uh, fellas, don't do it. Don't do that. Find another way to communicate. A red flag. Trage for infantilizing her. They keep doing this. There was some. Yeah. She she was like very delighted. She just seemed very, very too young. I was trying to tell by her face. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Someone told me this woman was 17. I'd believe it. Mm -hmm. She's probably a little older, but you know. And she acts like a literal child sometimes. It was just like, I don't know about this. Those are all my trages. Trage for she had to carry stuff around all day because society refuses to give women pockets. She was holding her her long jacket all day long and her little basket hat. Great point. Trage for animal rights in the past. Trage for someone appropriating the hula behind them. Oh. I think when he's throwing, he's trying to get pigs to go down a slide. There's somebody, I think a white woman, there's somebody doing the hula at this carnival. Dang. And I was like, I don't think we've done this in a culturally sensitive way. Trage for, I know the Humane Society was nowhere near this film to monitor the animal action in it. <laughs> and my final trage, a trage for women against women. Because at the end of the day, this was a women against women film. Yeah. And I do not... Support that. Yeah. That is unacceptable. Right. We're all allowed to hate some women, but not all ha- not all women hate all other women. Woo! Woo. Well, that was badges and tragedies. Next, of course, it is time for our segment, mm. How to Pretend You've Seen This Film. This is for, you are getting into a rowboat, just trying to have a nice time. You've mm-hmm. just hopped into it. You're about mm-hmm. to go for a nice little row. Mm-hmm. And, and Friedrich... He's trying to step in that boat. Mm-hmm. He's coming on. He's like, hey, can I, is there room hey. on here? You're like, no. You know, I, you might not know about this, but there's a, an excellent piece of German expressionism in which two people are on a boat. And it's actually a, sort of a song at the same time. <laughs> it's called Sunrise, a song of two. And in order to stop Friedrich uh-huh. from finishing the, even the title of what he's about to try right. to tell you about, uh-huh. we're going to give you a few sentences you can say to pretend you've seen the film slash song. Sunrise, a song of two humans. Oh, sorry, Friedrich. I'm actually a woman of the city. So <laughs> I'm not the person that you're trying to sort of maybe questionably murder and then rekindle your romance with at the end of the day. Yes, Friedrich. I've seen Sunrise, a song of two humans. Uh, the characters in that film tend to be more caricatures uh, representing themes than they are real people. Mm-hmm. Friedrich, I don't know if you saw in the movie Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans, 
the man employs a little bit of big stick diplomacy when he's intimidating the man hitting on his wife at the barbershop. Oh, yeah. When he pulls a knife on that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Friedrich, I've seen Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans. That film is, uh, as we all know, known for its lighting. Almost every shot of the film involves a striking effect. For example, from an unusual light source. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Oh, Friedrich, um, gosh, you almost tipped over the boat just now. You know, who do you think was the first cow to tip (laughs) over a rowboat? There's cow tipping, and then there's a cow Cow tipping. tipping. Oh! Yes, Friedrich, I have seen Sunrise, A Song of Two Human. That is yet another film that you can tell comes before the Hays Codes, because they're allowed to show full-out adultery. Mm-hmm. He kisses another woman in a bog. Oh my gosh, Friedrich, behind you, it's a drunk piglet. I have to go after it. And you scramble out of the rowboat and you chase after that slippery little piglet into our next segment, Should You Watch This Or, in which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie or if you should do something else with your time. By the way, meanwhile, Friedrich is just sailing away. Yeah. Sailing very far. They're going, help, oh, we don't have any oars. Oh, no. But he'll be fine. Sienna, what would you say? For should you watch this or? Yeah. Um, or. Oh. Oh. Rowboat. <laughs> Rowboat. Rowboat. Um, you don't have to watch Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans. No. Though it is free on YouTube or Tubi. Yes. Um, what I would recommend you watch instead. King Kong. <laughs> Come on, men. Anyway, Liana, what would you say? Uh, no, you do not need to watch Sunrise, colon, A, t- a Song of Two Humans. My brain jumped from this to thinking about the book A Tale of Two Cities, which then caused me to jump from thinking about that because that's set during sort of the French Revolution to the book Immortality by Dana Schwartz. Okay. Which I finished this week. Friend of the pod. Friend of, friend of the pod, Dana Schwartz. Um, it's the second in the duology. Her first one is called Anatomy, A Love Story. And I would recommend that you read Anatomy, A Love Story. I really enjoyed that book very much. We've talked about it in our mini pop with Dana Schwartz. It's got... A woman. Yeah. It's got a man. Okay. She's a woman of the city. Fun escapism. Very cool. Set in Edinburgh. Set during the early 1800s. Talks about medicine. Mm -hmm. It's very slay. That's a great recommendation. Anatomy, a love story. I love it. By Dana Schwartz. Well, Liana, what would you rate the film? (laughs) Sunrise. A song of two humans. I haven't really conveyed this, but I thought her the the lead actress janet gainer i think was her name Uh uh-huh okay yes it was wow Um, (laughs) jesus i thought she was great i really thought loved her performance yeah she was doing really good acting she deserved her award so just for her alone i'm giving it two bog witches out of five Uh uh-huh the rest of it unacceptable unacceptable behavior i do love how seriously you took this movie in that way i we it's they skated over the fact that he tried to kill her. Yeah. Within literal hours of it happening. No. Absolutely not. Sienna, what would you rate the film Sunrise? It's not going to be It's not going to be Um, gosh. I enjoy these silent movies so much. Mm-hmm. Very watchable. Um... <laughs> 
I, yeah, okay, I guess we'll give it 3.6. Good 3.6, uh, 3.6 drunken piglets. Oh. Out of five. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Sure. That would be no problem for me. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Free on YouTube. Easy peasy. Well, there you have it, everybody. This has been Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans. One of the more, I would say, unique films that oh, we absolutely. got to watch on this list. It was unique and it was also artistic. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Who do you think was the first cow <laughs> to attend the Academy to be Awards? and also artistic. <laughs> to be unique and artistic. <laughs> oh, there are probably so many. Yeah, but who was the first? Thank you everyone so much for listening. We are all over social media at Tossed Popcorn. If you enjoy this podcast, hey, recommend it to a friend. Let them know about it. They don't have to listen to every episode, but if they've seen a movie, we've probably reviewed it. True. If you enjoy this podcast, also writing us a review is very, very helpful. Five stars, please. (laughs) Please and thank you. And we'll see you next week when we will be watching Titanic. Wow. I predict it's going to be the same thing. (laughs) Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Sunrise, a song of moo humans. <laughs> Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.